Good morning UK, this is your national wake-up call. It is of course Monday the 29th of July, which is a fantastic day. Um, we've all been waiting for eagerly because it's the launch of Morning Meltdown 100 VIP Early Access. I'm sure many of you have already got your workout in. Um, I'm gonna do my love it later on, so um, I'm looking forward to that. But thank you for those of you who are joining us live um, to catch up with a few announcements. And we also have a really, really amazing interview with the ever energetic and vibrant Susanna Bell um, in just a few minutes time with Thomas. She's going to be talking about how she builds strong connections with her challenges and with her teammates and this helps her along with her business, uh, her, her volume business primarily. So she has a lot of great tips um, that you're definitely going to want to tune into a little bit later on. So let's jump over to our announcements before we do um, this month's recognition. So as you know, Morning Meltdown 100 has kicked off today. Um, there's still time. If you have yet to buy the program or if your challenges are still wondering what this amazing program is, if you buy it today, the 29th of July, it's the last day um, that you can get access to the Super Trainer launch group, the very first one, which kicks off today. Um, the purchase window for the next group opens on Tuesday the 30th with the group kicking off on um, the 3rd of September. These two groups offer direct access to Jericho which is super cool and are designed to help coaches gain the knowledge and confidence to lead their own morning meltdown 100 groups so if you're in any way wondering how you're gonna build out your um challenge groups for the next 100 days this is definitely gonna really help you out you might also want to go and check out the um the tool the product tools on coach office and in there is a, um, a really great and very detailed challenge group guide which gives you ideas um, and social cards and things like that um, which you can use in your group. So I definitely recommend to check that out. There's also more information on FAQ 8306. Now, for those of you who have already done the work, you may have noticed a little change. You asked, we listened, Following the sneak peek of the 10 workouts in Beachbody On Demand, we had a little bit of feedback that um, the music volume was not quite where people would like to be. We know people want to really pump it out um, while they're doing their workouts. So, um, pumped up tracks will be an option added to all 100 workouts um, launched today. So, if you want to blast that music and, and pump it up a little bit, um, you can go to the speech bubble icon in the lower right corner of the video, click audio, and select English pumped up music. So, I will definitely be doing that a little bit later on. Talking of Jericho, we also have a really fantastic promotion for the month of August. Um, you have the opportunity to earn an exclusive Jericho head for your success club activity now if you've never achieved success club before you can earn success club five during the month of august and you'll get your bobblehead if you have achieved success club before you can earn success club 10 during the month of august to get yours too so these are always absolutely brilliant <laughs> i'm hoping jericho really likes it i think it looks fab i'm so glad they got the braids in uh, but do check out faq 10801 um, for your chance to have a little look at that. Okay, so this is of course, um, we've still got a couple of days left to the end of the month. It's the last chance for you to use those promo codes. And they expire on the 31st of July, so please remember um, to get those out to your challenges. All active coaches have received free promo codes, um, which of course is the £10 off um, any challenge or completion pack, £140 or above. Um, so get those out, share to your customers, um, and for more info, FAQ4265 has some more details there. 
moving over for those of you who have not got your tickets just yet I want to remind you and um, there's a few more days left to get um, your tickets for the best price of the best next best price of $150 it will be going up later on so I do urge you to to get over to coachsummit.com read read a little bit about it um, for those of you who have been before you know how absolutely pivotal this can be with moving your business forward as well as just quite a lot of fun um, I think you'll agree if you've seen the the images um, we shared a lot of the the pictures of the super workouts it's absolutely phenomenal and that's not even get started on the the training and the parties are so good so next year if you didn't know already we will be heading back to New Orleans we were there a couple of years ago um, and it's oh, yeah it's just fantastic you get access to um, a power that you can't get over here in the core as well as some fantastic nutritionals which is just a little bit of an icing on the cake as far as I'm concerned so head over to coachsummit.com to see about that right moving over to our recognition I really want to congratulate everyone who's moved up to the rank of Emerald coach in the last month um, massive congratulations go out to each and every one of you starting with Kelly Wesley Andy Palmer Camilla Howling, Terry McKenzie, Deborah Beres, Vicky Ross, Paige Byford, Lucy Shrimpton, Katie Richardson, Jaswin Decor, Sue Richards, Emma Klein, and Victoria Aldridge. Really fantastic. We also have a wonderful new Ruby coach. Congratulations to you, Vicky Palmer. And not forgetting, we have the updated elite results for June. Um, one of my favorites, because this is a really big deal. If your name is on this list, you should be shouting it from the rooftops. It's absolutely a fantastic achievement. So we have the top 20 coaches for the UK so far, starting with Isabel Bradshaw, Diana Wright, Liz Dowes, Sarah Campus, Kevin Wright, Harvey Singh, Cassandra Burton, Abby Lloyd, Olivia Stalsey, Megan Sunday, Jane Dew, Guy Bradshaw, Jennifer Emery, Susanna Bell, Caroline Williams, Amanda Pickering, Lynn Crosby, Menina Abbott, Gemma Shales, and Sarah Serco. Moving on, we have, of course, the top 50 Success Club cumulative point earners between the 1st of March and the 30th of June. I was so pleased to be able to announce this at the UK Mini Summit. We have our top 50 invitees who are actually going to be receiving this invite by email today. So please do check your inboxes. Um, again, I just want to extend a massive congratulations. This is a real achievement. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so I'm going to go through. We have Isabel Bradshaw. Diana Wright, Liz Dowes, Harbo Singh, Sarah Campus, Susanna Bell, Joanne Beatty, Lucy Scalfield, Natalie Rue, Megan Sunday, Olivia Stasi, Fiona Chapman, Jenna Cunningham, Caroline Williams, Cassandra Burton, Jane Dew, Menina Abbott, Laura Spur, Lynn Crosby, Camilla Howling, Caroline Glenn, Michelle Huckle, Rebecca Mason, Angel Cez de Bono, Francesca Parsons, Hannah Sheriff, Lynn Martin, Maggie Green, Joanne Bond, Emma Carney, Michelle Laurie, Melanie Harrison, Michelle Watkins, Hannah Antinades, Sally Rutland, Juliet Johnson, Crystal Wright, Flora Holbrook, Jennifer Emery, Rachel Walker, Amy Elizabeth Brody, Suzanne Day, Lisa Partington, Eileen Lapper, Molly Lippiot, Sarah Serco, Kate Hartley, Pam Inderman, DK Man and Charlotte Dover. Now, if you've yet to um, have a look at the FAQ, please do head on over. It's FAQ 9001. Um, read it through very thoroughly. There's a lot of information in there and it will be updated soon too. 
should you have any questions at all, please feel free to DM me also. Um, we cannot finish up this, <laughs> this cool uh, recognition today without a massive, massive shout out to the grand prize finalist, our very own UK, or our UK's very own, Christopher Panzelfo. Amazing, amazing achievement, Chris. Um, we're also very proud of you. This is not an easy thing to do, but Chris really put his heart and soul into it. He believed in the process. He trusted um, the challenge back. Um, he did everything that he needed to do every single day so chris we are we just want to offer you our final congratulations um hannah day also absolutely amazing achievement um but we could not be prouder of you so moving on we're gonna um we're gonna get thomas and uh, susanna up in here so that's uh wrap it up and say over to you thomas thank you laura and thank you everyone for joining us on this really special national wake-up call, which has just come after the opportunity event, um, the Success Together Weekend, um, which I know I saw a lot of you at and having some amazing little events across the UK. So really was excited for you all and great to see some of you around that. So we have got um, coach, a one-star coach from, actually from North America, but, um, but over here with us um, in Western Supermare, um, Susanna Bell. Welcome, Susanna. Um, so, as I said, one star diamond. Um, and let me just give a little bit of, um, of background on Susanna here from a Beachbody perspective. So, a Success Club 5 all star just two months away from Success Club 5 legend, um, an, an NLC, a new leader conference attendee. That's where you and I met for the first time. It was epic to meet you there. Um, and uh, and then recently converted, and I'm sure you're going to talk a little bit about this, but recently converted to the UK as a UK coach. So we are so excited. So thank you so much for joining us, Susanna. You're welcome. Thanks for the intro, Thomas. I'm so excited to share. If you know anything about me, you know I love to talk, so I could talk to a brick wall. So this is such an exciting opportunity, and I am so, so excited to be a bigger part of the UK uh, community and to really help inspire coaches on my team and across the network to really spread Beachbody as far and as wide as we can. So I'm excited to share and yeah, I'm excited. So, so let's, let's, let's get this whole thing rolling then. Um, why, why don't we just start, why don't you just kick it off and tell us where, where did this all come from? Where did, where did you start with us? How did you find us? Right. So I actually fell in love with my man, Shanti, um, and Insanity. And if Shanti ever watches this, I love you so much. Just, just, just so you know, just putting it out there. Um, I really fell in love with it in grad school and I was studying to become a teacher. I was student teaching. I had 16 course hours a week. Um, and I had a part-time tutoring job and another part-time job at a restaurant. So I was busy to say the least. Um, and I had no more time to go to the gym. So I had no idea Insanity was connected to the Beachbody network. I had no idea that there was a coaching opportunity. I just loved Insanity. Um, and once I finished um, my master's degree in education, I moved abroad to teach in Thailand and I taught English there which was an incredible experience. And the travel bug really bit me hard. Um, I just 
became obsessed with seeing the world and experiencing new things. And I really wanted to figure out how I was going to do that on a teacher's salary um, and with a teacher's schedule. Obviously you have the summer holidays off, but I wanted more freedom. Um, so I started to see actually a friend of mine uh, she was a former high school travel across teammate. So we didn't go to the same high school. We were kind of just acquaintances. Um, but I saw her post on Facebook about insanity. And then I saw her post about coaching. And then I saw her post about quitting her job um, in corporate uh, America and working from home. And this was, you know, six years ago. So it wasn't as common to really work from home. So I was like, what is, what is this girl doing? And really I noticed in every single one of her posts, she just seemed so genuinely happy with her life. And I am just a happiness junkie. I love positivity and I just wanted to know what she was doing. Um, so I actually am a unicorn who reached out to my coach. I did the work for her. You're welcome, Amy. Um, <laughs> and I asked her what, it, what she was doing and how it was involved with insanity because I loved insanity. Um, and that's really how it all started. She told me about coaching. I was still living in Thailand at the time, so I didn't start coaching right away, but I kept my eyes on her and I was doing insanity in my studio apartment in Thailand. And yeah, I just knew that I wanted to get back in shape when I got home because pad thai, you know, <laughs> um, I was not in control of my nutrition. And I really came home from that year abroad. Uh, it was about a year and, and three months. I went backpacking after I finished my teaching contract. And I, I knew I needed to put health at the forefront. So I just dove right in as a coach. Um, and yeah, that was five years ago. Wow. So you started straight away. You got back, you got back and you literally went straight in. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That's how I roll, Thomas. <laughs> okay, so so let's 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 pick up the pace from there and pick up the story a little bit of so you're you're starting out. How was that first you know that first period? Because that's gonna be some challenging times for people. Right. So I started with Insanity Max 30. Um, so it was, you know, the new insanity, and that's really how my coach got me to go right in right away because I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, kind of having that fear. Um, and I had moved back in with my parents, um, and I was applying to be a substitute teacher in New York. So I was, you know, very much in this transitional weird stage, like I was 24, I was broke, and I was just like, what do I do with my life, you know? And um, I just didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to help people. Um, and I didn't need help with the fitness motivation. Like that's something that I've always had. I, I was an athlete in high school and I love fitness. I was obsessed with it. So it wasn't like I needed that self, you know, I had that self motivation, um, but I really needed that structure that coaching gave me for the other parts of my life. And I've always been like a big dreamer. I've always had big dreams for myself and helping the world and changing the world. And I didn't have that kind of concrete day to day, like actionable steps to, to reach those dreams. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where kind of coaching as a business 
really changed my life. And of course, it, it held me more accountable to my fitness and definitely more accountable to my nutrition. Because although I've always loved fitness, man, I also love food. So yeah, it, it was just a really good accountability tool. Um, and I, I, I kind of really went all in because like I said, I was waiting to become a substitute teacher. So I had about a month of like waiting for fingerprints and background checks and everything. So I dove into the training and I really, I love to learn as a teacher. Most teachers love to learn. Um, so I dove into the training and yeah, I never really looked back, but I definitely have had those ups and downs, um, with with my business because I have had a very big kind of, um, I, I don't, I just had a lot of changes in my life as far as traveling and teaching. And I've been very much someone who wants everything that I want right now. Um, so <laughs> that's, you know, you have to have patience in this business. Um, so I, you know, one of the questions when I, I was thinking about what I was going to share was like, did you have an exact moment moment when you started to see success? And yeah. I think I don't have one of those moments. I don't have a moment where everything changed. And I think a lot of people want that moment. You know, it's like, yeah, it's light bulb, like the epiphany, yeah. the epiphany or the light bulb moment didn't, it was that it, so you're saying it, it like, I guess from that, it gradually brightened. Exactly, exactly. And, and for me, I, I know that I am successful today and I will continue to be successful because the belief in the program was the first thing that got me in the door. And that is so strong for myself. Like these programs have changed my life and I believe in them with my whole entire heart and Shakeology and the nutrition plans. Like it has changed my life. So if you don't have that belief, I feel like it makes everything else very hard. So even though the business side of things, you know, I've had ups and downs of growing pains. We all do. I think that that's something that when I listen to national wake up calls and when I listen, listen to trainings and summit speeches, I think people stay so stuck in the I'm here now and look at me and they don't talk about how hard it is to actually climb there and get there and how much resilience it takes. So I don't have that exact moment. I have more of like a roller coaster going on. Uh, <laughs> But in that period, like of, of those, those, the, I guess the, the ups and downs, but also the learning and and all the different things, and and that, that it was just it was more than a month. It, like it took a little while for this stuff to to kind of manifest inside you of what what was working or what wasn't working. So where did that all sort of come about? Like how did you start to really figure out where where this was going or what or where you could take it? Right. Um. I think when because I'm so grateful to be involved with a team and an upline my sponsor coach was very successful in the business she had already you know quit her full-time job was a full-time coach her brother um my upline team is actually a whole family i don't know if it's i think it's quite unique to beach body but my coach and then her upline is her older brother their sister is also in it and both their parents are coaches um, and they're all very successful coaches. So it's, it's crazy. It's really that family atmosphere. But I saw them living and breathing. And I remember um, being, I started as a substitute teacher, which if you've never been a substitute teacher, <laughs> let me tell you, it is tough. Um, and so I was doing that. I, was, I would cry on the way home from school some days because the kids were just so difficult. And it was just so draining. And you just had to be on and 
you know, it was just so hard. And I feel like as a teacher, I had to have this very stern, like strict side of my personality where I'm like very playful and goofy and I, I don't like to be like that. Um, so I, and then I would jump on our team calls and I would see these people traveling, making all this money, paying off their loans, loving life, feeling purposeful. And I'm like, what am I doing in the classroom? <laughs> like, this is, this is what I thought teaching would be like. And it wasn't. You know, so, so that's um, kind of where I was like, if they can do it, I know that I can do it too. Um, but I also, like I said, as someone who wants things like now. And, and so I decided to kind of go, I never decided, I've been a coach for almost five years. I never decided in that time, like, oh, I'm going to go all in now. I was kind of just always building that, building it slow and steady quality over quantity. And that's kind of what I want to talk about is that approach. Because for me, I'm a people person. Like I got my master's in English. I love words. I love writing. I love the feels. I love, like I can, you know, sit and talk over a glass of Shakeology or wine, depending on the time of day. Um, <laughs> and just talk about feelings and the universe and everything. That's just how I am. So to me, this business makes sense in people, not in numbers, not in income, not in like, I want to make the money. Of course we all do. Right. Um, but I understand it in people. And that's what I want to kind of teach in the volume approach is, is to have a quality over quantity mindset with people like volume represents people that you are helping and lives that you are changing. It's not just points. It, they're people. <laughs> and, and that, and that's kind of what you discovered as you grew into this coaching business was that there, that you wanted to try and, um, sort of reconfigure or, or, or and something I talked to, to you a lot about was you reverse engineered how you could make this work for you. And it's something we talk a lot about in, in this business is that is that concept of reverse engineering it, which is as a, as a person who also understands numbers and, can, and the mechanics of things, you looked at that as a part of how to grow. Absolutely. And that's what made it fun and exciting for me. And that's what made me feel, I'm someone who has to feel connected to what I'm doing. If I don't feel connected and purposeful in what I'm doing, I don't want to do it. And if it's not fun, I also don't want to do it. So, and obviously not every single task in this business is fun. So you have to find a way to make it fun and a way that is applicable to you. Like some people really are money motivated. Like I like making money. And now that I've transitioned into a full-time coach, yay. Um, you have to focus more on growing your income, obviously. Yep. Um, but I don't, I'm not motivated by making that number go up. Like that doesn't motivate me, but, but cultivating connection and community and leadership that lights me up. That makes me so excited. And I can literally talk about it all day. Um, so <laughs> I'll try not to. And, and, and just before you do, I want to like, we should, we should do the, the statutory beach body income disclaimer here to say that the team, yeah. which, team does not guarantee any level of success or income from the team, the coach opportunity, but each income, from a coach depends on his or her own efforts, diligence, and skill. And that is exactly what you did here. You used your own diligence and skill to, to re remaster what, how this business worked for you. Absolutely. And, and I think that a lot of coaches, you know, at the start when they get getting started, they, they're just making their money in commission. So it feels really tiring. And when you're not hitting success club or, or maybe you have a hard month and you're getting a lot of no's and then you're not seeing the income and maybe 
you're not even covering your Shakeology or your products. And you're like, well, what am I, you know, what's happening here? Um, but the thing is, is, is that's when coaching feels like a tradition, traditional sales job. And that's not what coaching is about, right? Yeah. It's about sharing and it's about using your journey to inspire others. So what we are taught in our, in our team and what like all everything that I'm sharing is my interpretation of what we've been taught by our team. It's I came into an elite team at the start. Um, and so I have to give so much credit to my upline and to um, the whole Realman family, family really for training us this way, because this is not coming, you know, from my head. This is my interpretation of what they taught me. And that um, is a great way that a team works. Like you should disseminate that information and let the team build it into their own ecosystem in their own words, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And so one of the first personal development books I read was a 45 second presentation by Don Falia. I'm not sure if that's how you say it. It's F-A-I-L-L-A. -L -L -A. Um, yeah, and I shared about this. Um, I did a live in the Team Beachbody UK Business Builders about this, about volume, about bold chips about the 45 second presentation. So I wanted to kind of give a different spin on it today um, because you can just watch that live if you want that, you know, spin on it. But from that live, I got a lot of feedback that people hadn't heard that kind of approach before. Um, and I also got feedback because I was talking a lot about weak leg volume because we talk a lot about that on our team. And I heard some feedback about, you know, not everyone has a sponsor who's building under them. So they don't have a big difference and they need to build both legs equally. So I wanted to make this uh, applicable to everyone, no matter what your, you know, graphical genealogy looks like. Leadership is the most important thing when it comes to volume. Instead of you building just solely yourself and, you know, getting all these coaches, discount coaches and customers. And ha we all have a, you know, a turnover rate. Of course, that's just the nature of this business. Um, but I really focus on leadership and finding gold ships and gold ships are people. And this term comes from the book. Um, gold ships are people, leaders, people who a mentor told me, you know, you found a leader when it's someone who would continue the business if you quit. If I quit today, would my coaches still have a business? Would they know what to do? Would they be motivated? And if they would, then they're a leader, right? And I really liked that. Um, and I actually asked my diamond, I'm a one star, I asked my diamond, like, what do you think? And she's like, oh, I absolutely would not quit. And I was like, well, I'm not quitting, but <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Um, so anyway, I want you, everyone listening, I want you to picture what your dream coach is, what your gold ship is, what do they do for a living, what do they talk about, where do they live, what personality traits do they have, are they similar to you? I know a lot of times when we talk about niche market, people think about like a, 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 like a mom, right, or a teacher, a, a career. I don't think that that's what your niche market needs to be. For me, I think it, you focus on a personality trait, like same sense of humor, same work ethic. Like there's things that can connect you. Of course, like there's a lot, everyone on my team loves to travel, literally. Um, so I think that's a, like our, our connecting factor. But I have one of my UK coaches, she's a mom and she's like, you know, 15 years older than me, um, 10 years older than me, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, so it doesn't always have to be your exact 
person as as the coaches you're looking for. And there is an argument that you can and and you know the the great lazy coach James Lavers talks about this a lot in some of his trainings that actually there is like your niche finds you, you don't find your niche. And maybe I think that's some of the things you're talking about there is, is that's relevant. Absolutely. But I think it's really good to ask yourself these questions. And as a teacher, like everything in my business, I relate to teaching um, because that's, you know, I have a teacher heart and I did it for five years. And yeah, it's just, it, they are so similar. So asking yourself these questions doesn't mean you have to know the answers. It just means you need to ask them because you need to think and you need to write. And I, I really encourage you to write it out, like write out what your dream coach looks like. Maybe not now, listen to the rest of this, um, but then, but then write it out and see like, what is it you're actually looking for? Um, and then you have to believe that you're going to find them. I didn't find my gold ship my leader, right? My star of my star diamond. I didn't find her for two years of the business, two years, right? And in the, after that, she was still a discount coach. And so I, she didn't start working the business for another year, right? Patience. You have to believe. I knew she was out there, right? And I know there's many more of my leaders out there. I believed with my whole heart that there were people that didn't need the top coach in Beachbody. You know, they needed me. They needed my heart. They needed my energy. They needed the way that I led and that I trained and the community that I was cultivating. They didn't need someone else. So that belief, you have to have it. It doesn't matter if it's your first day as a coach or you've been here for years and you're like, why aren't I farther along, right? Where are my leaders? Why aren't my working people here, right? But if you, it's probably because you don't believe that they're out there, <laughs> honestly. And I know that's, it's annoying because it's quite cliche and you hear it a lot, but it, you hear it a lot because it's true. <laughs> And, and so when you're, when you're, when you're looking for this, well, you're, you're picturing this dream coach, are you asking sorts of, you know, I guess questions you're going to answer yourself and everyone's going to have their own questions that are going to define that coach, right? So right. You, you set yourself out with some certain questions that were, would, would help you picture that person. Absolutely. Yeah. I set those questions out and I really wanted to dig deeper because that's the kind of connection I wanted on my team. So if you do surface level things, like mom, you know, boy mom, and not that anything's wrong with that, and I'm not a mom yet, so I know that you can relate a lot, but not all moms are gonna get along and be, and be a good fit, and they're not all gonna be leaders on your team, right? So it's, it's about digging deeper and thinking that and doing that intentionally as you build. And like you said, it develops as you develop. Like I'm a different leader now than I was when I started. So obviously I'm attracting better people. I have to become better to attract better people. Um, and I, but no matter what, I always believed that they would be there. I always believed that they would be there. Um, and everything is more fun when you have that one person. And this is where I go back to teaching. So I know that at Summit, if you were at Summit, we heard all the top coaches and how many um, coaches they recruited this year. Mm -hmm. And the top coach, Ashley, which is incredible, was like over 900, right? And everyone heard that and were like, what? And like, every, you could just hear whispers all around the stadium, like how, why, uh, you know, all these questions. Um, and I think that it's so easy to get caught up in goals. This is a goal setting business, which is incredible. It is so necessary, but you can't multiply before you add. You have to add first. So think about your one gold ship, your one leader, 
your dream coach and you're going to have to work trial and error. You're going to have to sign up discount coaches. You're going to have people that you think are going to be great leaders and then they're not going to be great leaders, right? Or maybe they are for a certain amount of time and then they fall off. Like you, you never know what's going to happen. So you have to keep an open mind, but don't think about how am I going to ever sign 900 coaches? Think about one, think about one person. And that's where the people comes in of the volume, like people over numbers. If you focus on the numbers, it's overwhelming. If you just focus on what lights you up, what excites you about the leadership on your team, um, I think you will really find this is a lot more fun. Um, and so I do have a few like concrete tips that I really think will help with this quality over quantity approach. Right. Um, so there's six of them and I'll just, I'll try to keep them concise, but I like when they're on calls, there's like, you know, actionable things. So I already touched on the first one, which is the belief. Um, and it starts with you. So if you're showing up as the, the coach that you want to attract, that will be good. And belief that you will build this team, that you will be successful. Um, number two, I also already kind of touched on was the people not point. So someone said this to me once, and it has stuck with me forever, is that your job as a, a coach starts once they sign up, right? Your job, so much of what we do, of course, is reaching out to people, following up with people, getting them interested, talking about their goals, the whole process, you know, the business activity tracker, we all know about that. But your job as a coach starts once they sign up. That is how they are people and not points. If they are points, then you sign them up, you send them out, maybe send them an email, maybe not, just chuck them in your challenge group, hope they get their results. Like people do that, you know, and, and, and that's not the way to, to have that quality over quantity approach. So I do, I send a welcome email. Um, I have a, a Google doc that I send them with information. I do a one-on-one -on -one call um, with new challengers. And I have an ongoing wellness community that we have our monthly accountability groups in. So I know Carl talked about how he wanted, um, he wanted new groups, right? And smaller groups. But I do think that you should have a start date and you should have new things, you know, like a sense of urgency. I, I set certain amount of spots that I'm opening. Um, but the ongoing community has been so good for cultivating community and connection. And that's what I love. So for me, it's been a game changer to have that ongoing wellness community. Um, and they're people, not points, right? We want them to be on a lifestyle change. We want it to be an ongoing thing. So why would we chuck them in a group for 21 days and then forget about them? It's, it's counterintuitive. It's, it doesn't match what you want to do. So, um, and then the third is being authentic. You have to be yourself to build the team that you want to be. Because if you're trying to be some perfect person, you're not going to attract your tribe. You're not going to find people who believe in you if you're not being you. Um, and then the same goes for number four is similar, is being your dream coach. So someone said that their gut check when they were working on their business was if my personally sponsored coach did the work that I did today, would I be happy with that? Would I be proud of them? Would I, would I feel like that is enough? Because when you take it outside yourself, you know, it, it's like, oh, like maybe I could have done more. Maybe I should have done more. Maybe I could have been a better leader. Um, so I really like that, that question, that gut check. 
Um, because you have to be your dream coach to attract your dream coach. And that is how you get people to stick around. That is how you build people and not points. Um, and working with your downline, right? Being your dream coach, working with everyone in your downline, not just your PS coaches. Um, that is where volume really takes off. Everyone in your downline is important to your volume. So it is not, and this is where if you focus on volume and not rank, because if you just want to hit two star or three star or five star or whatever it is, then you're, you're just going to focus on getting your PS coaches, helping them get to that rank. If you want to build volume, you're going to focus on every single runner in your downline. That's what builds volume. That's what builds community. That's what builds connection. Um, and number five is confidence. You have to take yourself seriously, or you have to, sorry, you have to take your business seriously, but not yourself, right? Take your business seriously from day one. You got to believe in your business. You have to believe in what you're doing. You have to be confident in what you're doing. Even when you're starting out, every single coach had day one, right? Every single coach. So you have to be confident in what you're doing, but don't take yourself too seriously. Like have fun. It makes it so much more attractive for other people when you actually look like you're enjoying what you're doing <laughs> and not just, you know, like going through the motions, enjoy yourself, be yourself, post things that make you laugh, post things like I, my team and I post dance parties every single day on Instagram stories with our energize and we like sometimes we do it where we all do the same song and we clip them together like that's our thing and that gets me so much engagement and so much traction because i just act silly and funny and goofy because that's who i am you know but if that's not you if that like makes you shudder to think about dancing on instagram like don't do it do what makes you you happy and you feel good you know and yeah. that makes you more confident um and then the last thing um, for building volume is really running with the runners. So when I first hit Diamond, I was trying to drag everyone. I was trying to make them want the business like I wanted the business. I was making them try to see the big picture vision for their life and have a strong why and do all these things, which of course you need to inspire coaches to do that, but you can't make them want it, right? You can't do the work for them. So work Cultivate community with everyone. Discount coaches are important, right? Hobby coaches are important. Everyone is important. Human beings are important. So make people feel important and valuable for their goals, but run with the runners, right? That is where you spend your time mentoring. And that has changed my business significantly in the last year, is spending my time on the people who want it for themselves. I don't have to handhold. They ask questions. They go on YouTube. They use the FAQs. They do the, they do the things. They don't just say they want to do the things. They do the things. <laughs> Perfect. I, I may, like, like outstanding, all of those things, those six points. And I, I think you, you can, can, condensing that, there's like a couple of things there that really like stood out. And I think so, like some of those points is like you're manifesting your perfect coaches in, and that, is that a vibe attract the tribe thing as well? But you're really manifesting them from your actions and from your positivity and from, as you say, from your confidence and bring them to you. It, it, you really are manifesting them to come to, come to you. And, and those people, if they're like you, again, of course, start to be runners because they're like you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think something that I also, this doesn't really have to do with volume, but just creating a community is 
with your coaches is when you're mentoring them, I think in, in coach team pages and in all team pages on Facebook is that people just want to talk about the recognition and the achievements and this and that and shout people out, which is great. But like, talk about the hard things. Talk about the days where you as a leader are struggling. Like, what are you struggling with? Why? How did you overcome it? Because people are people, not points. And if you just only talk about volume, weak leg volume, success club points, you know, rank, all these things, like, that doesn't make people feel connected to you and your team and your tribe. They don't feel important. They don't feel valuable. And I know that there's people, you know, in, on different teams that I've spoken to and they're like, I only feel like my coach cares if I'm hitting success club. If not, I kind of like thrown by the wayside, you know? And it's like, of course you got it. If you have a big team, you have to run with the runners, but you're always valid and important. But you, if you want a team that shows people that, then you have to also be vulnerable and share your struggles mm -hmm. um, and show your team that it's okay. Like there are very hard parts of being an entrepreneur and being a coach. Like the business is simple, but the mindset and you know, the day to day there's ups and downs. It, there just are. So I think that's really important um, for building community is being vulnerable as well. Perfect. Yeah, totally. I think there is, we, we talk about that a lot, but showing that, but also making that a cathartic experience at the same time, so that you're you're really teaching something positive out of the out of those experiences. Absolutely. So, I, I think one of the things you 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 speak about, and it's something that Ra like our, our good friend Rachel Hollis spoke about, was um, at summit was that concept of staying in your own lane and and trying to um, not look around you too much, and that that feels like something that's kind of important in the way you treat your people as well. Absolutely. When you stay in your own lane, you teach them to stay in your own lane. Um, and having that big picture mindset, like you have to be able to see the value of all your people and cultivating the community. Um, but you also need to remember that this business is built day by day, brick by brick, right? And so that's where the BAT comes in. That's where Success Club, like you can't base your whole life and your worth and everything on Success Club, but it's vital because then you're showing up with confidence and you're doing your job as a coach and your job starts after they sign up. So if you're not signing anyone up, like, are you doing your job? Like, not really, you know, but you have to stay in your lane. Um, and, and volume is made up of numbers and you do have to continue to learn about it. Um, but you have to remember that volume is made of people and the training at the UK mini summit on volume was amazing and it was so comprehensive and it was quick and it was concise. And I was like, this is incredible, but you need that training. And then you need the people side. You need the fields, right? Because that is what people understand. And as a teacher, I know that that is where people connect is people, you know, numbers are just numbers. Volume is just volume. But when you put people and community and connection and personal satisfaction in your business for cultivating leadership, cultivating financial freedom, cultivating confidence, that is so important. And you won't achieve any of that if you're focused on what everyone else is doing. If you're focusing on their success club points or how many coaches they're signing up, you have to stay in your lane and focus on your people and the people that you want to attract, your dream coach, right? Your dream coach isn't on another team. Your dream coach needs you, not any other coach in the network. They need you and you have to believe that and just stay, stay in your own lane, really. <laughs> Perfect. Look, the, I think this, it's, this has been fascinating and it, there's, there's, there's so much here, so, so many different things. And I think one of the things that's really interesting 
the, the, we, we see in this business is just, you know, teachers do very well in this business. And, and it's that teacher mindset. It's not, you know, it's not just being a teacher. Like it's the teacher mindset that, that is the, a part of the game changer here. And that's something that is totally duplicated. You don't have to be a teacher to, to have that. You just need to develop that, that teacher mindset of, of caring and sharing at the same time as well. Absolutely. So, so as we move on with this, and, and, and thank you, there's so many things there, but I think those, those things are so duplicatable for everyone. Let, let's just close with just where, where, does, where does it all end up for you? What, what were the, big, the things that have really impacted you for, on this journey, with this Beachbody journey that you've, you've taken that is, for you, still going on? Because you're still you're living over here, you're doing all this cool stuff, and, uh, and part of that is the success you've had with us. Absolutely. So when I moved back from the States, or to the States from living in Thailand, I knew that I wanted to travel. Um, I had that travel bug and I knew I wanted to help people while doing it because that teacher heart was still there. And, you know, there's lots of ways to make money online these days. There really is. Um, but I knew that I crave community. I crave connection. So I wanted to be able to travel and have this freedom, but I also wanted a sense of purpose. And I wanted to feel connected to people. And I wanted to have friends who will get on a Zoom call any time of the day. Like, we'll, like coaches are the best long distance besties because we get it. And this is our job. So like, I talk to my coach friends sometimes like 17 times a day. We're talking on Instagram, we're talking on Facebook Messenger, we're emailing, we're in the chat, like the wellness community. I'm like, what? We're talking about so many, but it's so nice. So for me, I had that, that ability to explore. Um, when we launched in the UK, I had already been dating my partner who's English. Um, and so we decided that we could move to the UK and I didn't have to scramble and find a job. I had this, this barrier um, or this, not barrier, uh, this like, uh, I can't think of a word for it. <laughs> it was like a, re a package ready for you. It was like, you know, it was yeah. like, like, like a gift of you being a, a portability. Right. And so I had so many transitions because I had all, you know, different part-time teaching jobs while building the business, would travel for a few weeks. Like, you know, I had so much up and down, but I had this constant of coaching and I was building this network. Um, and one of my favorite quotes, a random quote from the internet is climb the mountain, not so the world can see you, but so you can see the world. And as a traveler that, oh, it gives me chills. Um, but that's what this business is like because your life becomes less about what you can achieve for yourself and more about what you can help others achieve and what can we achieve together. And again, as a teacher, like that's just so, it just warms my heart. Um, and for me, my number one thing, I just have to end with this, is that I do want to make a global impact with mental health awareness. Mental health is so important to me. And the power of a sustainable, healthy lifestyle, um, a simple exercise and nutrition plan for helping your mental health has been a game changer in my life and the life of so many of my clients. It is the... Besides traveling, it is the number one passion in my life. Um, and Beachbody has given me the vehicle to make a difference, the vehicle to change lives, not just wait until people are desperate and at the therapist or desperate and in the hospital. I can change their life now. And to be able to do that is my biggest dream. Um, and to be able to travel and make that global impact with mental health, like I can't think of anything more. So 
Yeah, I just, I'm so grateful for Beachbody. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to move to the UK and to be a part of your network um, and just to see it grow here. Like we have so much work to do and I hope you're as excited as I am to do it. <laughs> I, I totally look, you have said that this community has, has warmed your heart. Like certainly I think today um, you've certainly warmed our hearts and I, I think this, this, the, the, just the content here is there's so much I think this is one of those ones you're going to have to listen to again and really drill down some of those things and the mean, what the meaning is for you so Susanna thank you so much for taking the time with us because this is you know you did the great um, episode on the business builders group it was and that was such a great catalyst for this and this is just the even deeper dive into that um, really all-encompassing so thank you so much Thank you so much. The time you've taken. We, we love having you over here and the impact you're having over in the in the southwest, in Western Supermare, the market council stuff you're doing. It's it's all fabulous and um, and your contribution to the to UK since you've come has just been epic. So thank you. Everyone, thank you very much for joining us on National Wake Up Call. Thank you again, Susanna, and we will see you in a month's time for another National Wake Up Call for the UK. Thank you very Bye. much.